All right, we are back with part two of Sexiled. Sexiled. <laughs> we had a lot to say, as it turns out, so we had to divide it up. When your friend has taken a lover, and it's not good in some respect. Mm-hmm. Every time my friend gets a girlfriend, he disappears. When they break up, he's back. Should I approach the problem or just accept that that's a part of him? What an interesting question. <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Well, I, I noticed right away that they said every time my friend gets a girlfriend, which makes me assume that this is like a serial dater. Like, because yeah. if it's every time, every time, every time, then right. it's got to be like this person has suffered through like five or six <laughs> of these, these like short term commitments. Yeah. Right. Which is fine. There's no, there's no, there's nothing wrong necessarily for dating that way or, you know, maybe they're not dating, maybe they're just fucking, which is fine. Like mm-hmm. you can totally do what you want. Right. But if we're talking about somebody like, like a Romeo, who's the, the relationships just, you know, burn really hot and then burn out fast. And then there's a, a lot of emotional fallout and it's hard for this friend to deal with because they're like shepherding them through mm-hmm. their emotions. That's very different. I yeah, think. that's true. That's, that's pretty costly on you to have to, to have to do that for a friend. If his friendships are suffering because of the way that he dates, then that's worth acknowledging take a step back and and look at his life look at his choices (laughs) (laughs) and uh is it that he is suffering personally for the way that he's dating and his friendships are suffering because of the way that he's dating or is it just like it's just annoying yeah that's really smart trend yeah i couldn't get my arms around this question exactly because on one hand i was like eh, suck it up but then i was like well that if your friend is like really hurting themselves in their friendships, like yeah, yeah. yeah so that's so I, I really couldn't make a decision on it. So I think you're right. You really have to you have to consider which side you're on here. Right. I mean, it could be that this guy is just looking for love in all the wrong places. You know, <laughs> yeah, like he could totally. just be really bad at choosing partners, and that's why the the serial dating keeps happening. Or it could be that this is the way that he likes to live his life. He likes to go from relationship to relationship and if the women are okay with that too then then you know that's fine the question is should i approach the problem with him or just accept that it's part of him maybe so, both <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah well i think that i don't think that you should approach the problem with hey dude you're ignoring me every time you have a girl i think it should be hey dude is this are you okay like is this how you want yes. things to be or are you looking for like a long-term commitment because i don't know that you're doing that in the best way right yeah and i think that's a great way to approach the question i wouldn't use the phrasing every time you get a girlfriend you disappear even though that might be true i think that would make the friend really guarded and defensive yes. and naturally so mm-hmm. so i would phrase it more of a place of concern which is really where this question is coming from i hope right it says when they break up he's back that makes me feel like he comes to this friend for emotional support which makes me feel like this guy is not making the right choices for what right. he wants yeah and it sounds like the fr- the asker is maybe becoming the emotional crutch so i guess really what we're saying is that this is two different situations either this guy just likes the way that he does things and this friend needs to accept the friendship that she's being given by him if she wants to be friends with him because that's the way he lives right um or it's this guy's making decisions that aren't compatible with what he truly wants and it's hard on his friendships and then yeah like you should ask at the end of the day it's about communication it's about how are you feeling, Romeo dude friend? <laughs> yeah, I like the question, how are you, way more than are you okay. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I'm trying to, I ask, are you okay a lot? And then I always catch myself and I want to be like, no, I want to leave it more open-ended. I really want this person to tell me Yeah. If, how they are. Yeah. 
How does this string of ladies make you feel? Because <laughs> it could make him feel pretty good. Yeah, it could, like... Yeah, maybe. Does he look back on his dating history and feel fine about it? Or does he look back with a lot of regrets and anxiety and worry? And You are doing good. You're being a good friend. You're trying to be there for him. But it seems like it might be his emotional issue to deal with. That's true. I keep thinking about our self-care episode we did a while ago when it was like, how do you be a good friend and be good to yourself? Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if the asker is like doing, is feel feels pushed aside when they're not needed and then... When, they, when the friend does need them there, they have to be there. Yeah, and you don't. You're not a doormat. No. You're a grown-ass woman. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Stick up for yourself. You can do this. Yeah. It's really hard, but you can do it. My next question for the asker would be, is he there for you when you have a bad situation like a breakup? Is he there for you when you need him? Is this someone that you can count on? Mm-hmm. Or are they, when you need something and this person is in a relationship, that you get shoved to the side continuously? Yeah. Sometimes that will happen in new relationships. But if that happens consistently, that's not fair to you. It's worth, it's, it's worth voicing aloud if you truly want to save the friendship. Right. You deserve the friendship that you need, and he deserves the ladies that he can treat well enough to sleep with him for a while that didn't come out right at all (laughs) i wasn't gonna interrupt i just wanted to see where it was going yeah well i mean like you deserve the friendship that you want and he deserves to live his life in his romantic life the way that he wants but you both should do this in a way that makes you happy and hopefully you can come to a compromise yeah i was gonna say compromise you have to find some common ground here should we talk about some scripts yeah the first thing that i would do in a script is as we were saying Ask him how he feels about his relationships. Are you okay with the way things have been going with you romantically? Right. Like, are you happy with, yeah. with this situation? Were, did you get what you were looking for out of that? Right. Yeah. Or what are you looking for? And if he's like, you know, crying on, on your shoulder, then I think that answers that question. <laughs> and maybe you can move on to the next thing. And ask a lot of open-ended questions and let the person talk. Maybe he doesn't know that he bails on you every time he's got a girlfriend. That's a very real possibility. They don't even realize it. Right, and you can just say that, like, hey, you kind of bailed on me. Is that okay to say? My gut says yes, because, like, this happens enough where you got to advocate for yourself at some point, right? Right. I think I just did it. Yeah, I think you just nailed it. I just nailed that on the head. Let's do a a high five from far away. Boom. Next question. My best friend met a boy, and for three months now, all of our conversations have revolved around her relationship. The good, the bad, his children, etc. What can I do? Exclamation point. So this person's desperate, and I can tell that because of the exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. This question asker is clearly holding back uh, some built-up frustration that's been building over the three months they mentioned. Mm-hmm. Three months is still a pretty new relationship. It is, yeah. yeah. That's still new. You're learning a lot about your new significant other in those three months. I think that the first takeaway from the situation um, that that you should consider is that your friend loves and trusts you so much that you are the person that they're giving this information to. So it sucks, and and it's not fair if she's dumping on you all the time, but no matter what the situation is, it's good that you guys are so close that this thing that is so new and so fresh and so shiny and so important to her is something that she wants to share with you specifically. So when your best friend goes through a major life change, you are going through it with her a little bit. All of the conversations have revolved around her relationship, the good, the bad, these children. So it's interesting because usually when somebody is in a new relationship and they're dumping on their friend, it's usually the good or the bad. I, yeah, it's one extreme or the other. Like yeah. They're venting a lot and they're really anxious about it and upset or 
like they're gushing. Right. It, it seems like this person has, this is like the, just the one major thing that's going on in her life. So maybe it's just the only thing that seems worthwhile to talk about because everything else seems to be falling by the wayside because yeah. it's just so consuming. I was going to say <laughs> consuming. Yeah. It seems like it's consuming this, this best friend's a lot of time, a lot of energy mm-hmm. that they have to then output to, the, to their friend this much. I still think three months is fresh enough that you can wait it out a little bit. There's no reason that you can't take control of the conversations and steer it towards other things. Yeah, it's it's okay to set boundaries, even in something as small as a conversation. Right. There's stuff going on in your life. There is stuff going on in your life. I wonder if this person isn't able to share as much now because like they're, the other person is dominating the conversation with this new relationship. I'm trying to think about this as being in the asker's friends situation. Like if there's something that's so consuming me that I want to talk about it all the time, <clears throat> I still feel like I would want my friend to say to me, hey, I, you know, I'm happy for you, if they are in fact happy for her. Right. Um, I'm happy for you and I'm glad that you're sharing all of this with me. Um, I've got a few things on my mind that I'd really like to bounce off of you. That's a good way to start a conversation that immediately does not revolve around this relationship. Yeah. I'm sure you've got things to talk about too. Yeah. Your best friends probably never stop talking. <laughs> yeah. If venting about it doesn't make you feel better, then maybe just bring it to your friend in a, in a, a healthy way in a kind way from a place of love like you said before like they are your best friend is sharing their life with you mm-hmm. never forget that i guess what i'm wondering is if the the friend in the relationship starts all the conversations like if she's mm-hmm. reaching out with like a text like oh hey this happened or she gets in touch with them on some kind of like chat and is like i wanted to talk this out with you mm-hmm. then i think that it's up to you to start new conversations yeah that's true what if you go what if you go on a friend date no boys allowed Right. <laughs> no relationship talk allowed right. from either of you. And I think that, that that would be a really good and fun way for you guys to rekindle the friendship that was the entire rest of your lives. Right. Before this relationship began. Right. And, and, like, and that's an opportunity for you to do this in a non-confrontational way. Like say you have her over and you guys watch Thelma and Louise and you eat popcorn and you have a sign that says no boys allowed. That's fucking adorable. Yeah. Turn, I think we've done that. <laughs> I think the first time we went to Seattle, we were like, no boys allowed. Yeah. <laughs> We turned, we turned that room into, like, a shire. Yeah. But instead of hobbies, it was girls with yeah. wine. <laughs> Sleepover. <laughs> At the core of this, the most positive thing that your friend sees in their life is their relationship. And I think that you can easily show them that your friendship in itself is a positive thing in their life. Just have a fucking sleepover. Yeah. Lisa Frank stickers. <laughs> Jiffy Pop. Ice cream. Corn. Let's just start nail polish. <laughs> Movies. <laughs> What else? Slippies. <laughs> really cute pajama pants with kittens on them. <laughs> Blanket forts. <laughs> Pillow fights. <laughs> so basically, this relationship might be so new that that's just the thing that's going on in their life. Right. You can stick up for yourself by starting conversations that don't have anything to do with their relationship. Because mm-hmm. maybe she's just taking advantage of the fact that she is the uh, usually the uh, initiator of mm-hmm. conversations. And, and three... Show that your friendship is is important and fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. Cool. Is that it? I think so. New friendship at the problem. That was part two of Sexiled, which means that it's done. You never have to listen to a Sexiled episode again. No, that's not true. That's not true yeah, at all. There, We get a lot of questions about 
sexy times. So keep asking them, and maybe we'll do another episode with this theme. Yeah, it's just really common for people to feel shut out by their friends' uh, romantic relationships, and that's totally understandable. So feel free to ask your questions still at ask.fm slash Jen and Trin, all one word. There are two N's in Jen, and the second N nope. stands for, for nope. Nope. <laughs>